are back for another Side Draft podcast. Thank you for tuning in, as always. Drew alongside Big Moose and Road America, a new winner. <laughs> Again! Uh, yeah, I mean, it, this This is the year. This is, I don't know, it, would you would you categorize this? I, I don't think I would, but the most entertaining year that we've had in NASCAR ever? No. But No. But in the last decade i don't even know if i'd go that far but it's been very it's been different well it goes back to the beginning of the season when we were talking about you know it's 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 just what the doctor ordered for nascar because it's bringing in so many new fans there's there's definitely a changing of the guard there's a changing of the car there's a changing of some drivers there's new teams and there's there's new excitement to the sport and and this is this is exactly what nascar needed now you're going to have the the old school fans who are like, oh, this is what NASCAR. Be-. No, you know, it's it's just like talking about, you know, classic rock and, and country music and, and music in general. Every every format of music goes through the changes. But pop is going to be pop. Rock is going to be rock. Country is going to be country. And you're going to have a different sound every couple of years. And this just happens to be the sound of NASCAR right now. And I like it. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I think it's really inter- it's entertaining because I guess I, not, not that we had a lack of parity, but you look at how dominant Kyle Larson was last year. Two years ago, you had Denny and Kevin Harvick, who both had nine wins apiece, mm-hmm. and it, it's like these guys are just dominating the schedule. But now, you know, we've seen Kevin Harvick go sixty straight races without a win. We've seen Denny Hamlin, while he has two wins, really struggle at times. We've had Kyle Larson, who's been hasn't been that guy to beat really in any of the races this year. I mean, I think for lack of parity, what some people would say previously, we've got it this year because especially going into this weekend at Atlanta, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. Even at these road courses, you have no idea what's going to happen because all it takes is Tyler Reddick to actually have that last, what is it, I think 10% he, he said is all they needed, and they finished the race and he had the car that was able to take advantage of Chase, and Chase had burnt out all of his stuff, and Tyler Reddick was able to set sail. Well, and, you know, that that's that's just the thing. You have so many teams. Coming into the season, there were so many, oh, what do we do? There were so many what-ifs. We had no sure. idea what to expect with the new car and, and everything <laughs> that was being thrown at us. Well, as we progressed, the teams were figuring it out, and we, we got things going on. But but it's But it's a level playing field. And I'm not I'm not saying that in the the sense of well everybody deserves a trophy and everybody needs to be you know I, I can't you, stand you, those people. You did you did such honest. a good job. I know you finished in thirty seventh, but you did such a good job. But it it just it creates so much more competition that it pushes these these drivers. It pushes these teams. Look at the pit road screw ups we've seen all season long. Every single week, it seems like there's something. That is every cost, single week. That has cost almost every single team something at one point during the season. Some teams more than others, and we've seen yes. changes because <laughs> of it. You know, so that that has created a whole nother element of you know what is what has just been so great and so fun to watch. We go into our podcast each week, and at the very end, we make our picks, and it's like. Uh, in years past, uh, it would have been a no-brainer. Well, yeah, I'm going to pick this guy. And there there have been some that have been easier than others, no doubt. Right. But each week, you know, we we got to be methodical, and we actually have to put have, some thought into ha- our picks. Have either of us nailed our pick? I mean, I think a couple times maybe we, we predicted the winner correctly, but I, I don't 
because I think it's easy to 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 tend to the hey yeah Chase, Chase Elliott I think for sure Kyle Larson for sure. There have uh, been a couple you know, of where we've we've picked a winner and they finished second or third. Yeah, they've been right there in contention. There's been others where they've been way off. You know, I go back kicking myself, and you and I were texting each other on Sunday. You know, you were giving me all sorts of hell because on last week's podcast, I wasn't giving you hell. I was just <laughs> like, okay, you're rolling with Tyler Reddick, go for it. Well, and, 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 you know. and I'll be the first one to admit, last week I had, I had thrown Tyler Reddick in the garbage. <laughs> I had denounced him. He has been disowned. He's been taken out of the will. I'm done with Tyler Reddick. And then all of a sudden I'm watching pre-race and he's starting fourth and I'm like, oh my gosh. And and they're talking the kid up and I'm like, oh. I got to go with him. I've been a fan of him. I've been a cheerleader all season long. I know I said I'm not going to do it. I'm and, taking the risk. And it paid off. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yes, it did. And uh, I, I did what I normally do with road courses. Okay, who's starting first, second, third, fourth, fifth? Let's – I, that, I, I okay. almost did that. You, you, I told you. Almost. <laughs> I, I told you that. No, no. I Qualifying is such a big deal for me at road courses because they're hard to pass at. And you look at Kyle Larson, guaranteed I was going to pick. Chase Elliott, guaranteed I was going to pick. Yep. Uh, Chris Buescher, based on previous racing, I was going to pick. Brad Kay was running well in qualifying, had a bad race, but I picked him to be in the garage. And Chase Briscoe, okay, he's run real road courses. I think he disappointed, especially for how he was talking after qualifying. The two um, of us are texting on Sunday, right, as the green flag drops, and I'm like, made a few changes to your lineup there, did you, sir? Yeah, <laughs> I did. Starting first, second, third, sixth, seventh. Because <laughs> that's the thing. That's I, that's one of the things I always do right at the start of the race. I want to see, see where I'm at. I want to see which drivers I can root against. There's no doubt. I want to make sure I got a driver that it's like, okay, I can I can pull against this driver because if that driver does bad, you're gonna do bad. I was do I was Jeremy's gonna do bad. See, I was that way for I wanted Tyler Reddy. I wanted well as a Chase Elliott Ryan Blaney fan, I wanted to see Chase win, of course. But Tyler Reddick is awesome. A, a driver that I think everybody likes for the most part. I don't think anybody's got a problem with him. As a matter of fact, he, people may say he's too soft after he got taken out by Chase Briscoe earlier in the year and didn't do anything and shook his hand afterwards. Um, but but I think that in the end, I was doing the same thing. Like, man, you know, it would be nice for Tyler Reddick to have some sort of a problem here. You know, Jeremy, I'd like to take the points lead. <laughs> you know, Ryan Blaney is – you know, he picked Ryan Blaney. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Ryan Blaney spin out here. Yeah. Um, well, but, you got to because the three of us, you know, and, and even Bowtie, you know, he's he's been creeping at us all season. And we had a, a two or three race head start on him. I would like to say that this, that's now two weeks in a row that I've won. So I think I'm catching fire at the at the proper time here. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're about to have slowly, a road penalty. You're about to have uh, some tires fall off. Let's yeah. not do that because then, then I'll be suspended. Then, then, then the crew chief is suspended. So let, let's. Speaking be, of which, I'll be having to make your picks. Speaking of which, Denny Hamlin had Chris Gabehart back yep. and had two drive-through penalties or two penalties back-to-back because he drove through too many stalls. Talk about pit road yep. issues. Uh, some things that we didn't touch on last week. One of the things we did: Martin Truex Jr. is back next yes. year. He is not going to retire after there was some rumors there. Kevin Harvick actually, there's been thoughts about him too, but he. Hasn't hinted at anything, but Trick Jr. announced that he'll be back in the 19 car. I don't know if it's going to be for a 
a multi-year thing or if it's just a, hey, I'll do one more year and we'll see how it goes and then we'll do it again. I don't know how Joe Gibbs would feel about that because Ty is waiting. Uh, Ty might be at 19. He might be ready to make that jump already. Right. As crazy as that sounds. But out of all the guys. Well, you know, you know that's got to make the whole Joe Gibbs camp a little happier. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, because they know that he's. Whenever Kyle, whenever Martin Truex Jr. decides to be done, okay, we we have Ty who can just come right in. Well, and I'm I'm just saying. Is that what you're talking about? Well, no, just just locking locking the 19 in for next season. Oh sure. Oh yeah. Well yeah, because the issues are still dealing with Kyle Busch. Yeah. They're still have you the potentially had questions. two drivers that were were gone. You potentially had two empty race cars. Now I I know that you have the Xfinity, you know, up-and-coming drivers. You have Ty and whoever you're going to put in the other car. Ty would be the one that they'd be least worried about. The of other course. one is like, okay, do we go with Brandon Jones? Do we go with John Hunter Nemechek, who's raced with Kyle Busch uh, with KBM and Truck Series? You know, what What direction do we go? The drivers are there, but you don't want to put two theoretical rookies. Especially Noah Gregson. Did you see what he did over the weekend? I did. <laughs> the interviews afterwards too, and you know, and NASCAR didn't even do it. NASCAR didn't do anything yet. Yet, uh, yet. Not to say that they like they called him to the hauler. I I, I would have parked him. Is what I would have done. Yeah. Because well, you, you know you know NASCAR. That's one thing I've noticed about NASCAR though. They're they're they, patient in their penalty in their they they've been very methodical here lately as to not not making a knee jerk reaction. They're going to go back and review it. I think they're going to go talk it over. They're going to go make some. They're going to go make some decisions and make sure it's the right decision, instead of just listen. Plain and simple, I'd be like, you're suspended for two races. This ain't NASCAR Heat Five. This isn't I racing, and you're being and you're able to to just wreck a car on purpose. You're dealing with money for teams, yep. especially for Sage Karam, that team. That's oh, a yeah. lot of money for those cars to be fixed. No doubt, Brandon Brown. A lot of money for those cars to be fixed. Mm-hmm. You're toying around with money, and more importantly, the health of of people. Because that was a, that was some nasty that, that, hits. That's the thing. It becomes a safety yeah. issue. Forget and, the money. It's a safety issue. Yeah. And I think this issue with him and his temper has kind of come up. I mean, he he's got a little temper on him. So I don't know if Dale does anything. I don't think he he does anything. He'll just let NASCAR handle it. But. If you're Dale, it's like, hey, dude, you you need you need to calm down a little bit, you know? Yeah. Because people are talking about Noah Gregson getting promoted, to right. be, being in cups at some point, especially like, uh, in, especially the last week or two, with as yeah. much interest as as Dale Jr. has expressed, <laughs> yeah, in getting one of those charters and and going cup yeah. racing. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if because because you're dealing with guys. I mean, at the Xfinity level, who are still trying to make it and everything, you start screwing around with cup drivers, I don't know if that warrants any more of a... I, I, I don't know. If somebody were to do that to somebody in cup series... Well, you got... You oh, got some, you'd be in a doghouse that you is... Got, you got experienced cup drivers that aren't going to put up with yeah, that either. You'd be in a doghouse that you would never that you would never recover from if that happened. See, and that's the other thing I'm wondering about. He intentionally drove... Like, it's not even like he nudged him into a corner. It's like you're going side by side, and out of nowhere, you just see the car veer off to the right, mm-hmm. while they're going underneath the, the the bridge of all things. Right. Like, what happens if a car flips and the and the thing hits the bridge? I like. 
Like, dude, this is not a video game, man. Like, this is not <laughs> this is not a rage moment. This ain't happen. This this isn't it. Yeah. You got to have more professionalism in this type of. I'd I'd almost I'd almost put money on it. The NASCAR is gonna come out with something. Okay. The the penalties. I wonder the, when though. Wednesday. The penalties are always announced on Wednesday. Tomorrow. They're, Tomorrow they're, we'll they're sitting down. They're meeting today. They had their debrief yesterday. They're reviewing everything from the weekend. Yeah, they reviewed everything from the weekend yesterday. They got all their notes. They're going to go into that. They got all the complaints from they, – they heard all the audio. Yep. They're going over everything. They're, they're hashing everything out today. <clears throat> and everything's going to be released tomorrow morning. Okay. I, I, I just think that there's a, a level of – I don't know what it's going to be. Uh, man, it might I, be a slap on the wrist. It might be a hey. I don't think you you, you can do it at this point though. Because because with Chastain, it's been more of a slap on the wrist. But Chastain didn't even go as far as Chastain didn't do that. Yeah, Chastain did not. Do, Chastain shoved AJ Allmendinger into a corner that had a long runoff, and it was and it was, and it was for a win. It was for a win. It's fine. He shoved him into a corner. It's not like he blatantly wrecked the guy. Right. I mean, he he moved him, but it wasn't like, hey, I'm literally just gonna turn right and hook you. That's it. Yeah. That. Anyways, but to to keep the to to finish out with the Road America, Tyler Reddick after the race was done, here is his post race interview uh, after the victory. What were you thinking as you were racing Chase Elliott there for the lead and eventually what wound up being the win? Well, um, I definitely knew he was fast, but we could stay with him. On the long run, which told me if, if we cycled through that last uh, that pit sequence, we would be close or get around him. We'd have a great time. Didn't quite get around him. We were within reach and uh, thankfully just waited for the right opportunity and was able to take advantage of it in turn six. And I thought he was going to run me back down. I, kept, I started to make some mistakes, started to take care of the brakes. I realized I didn't need to. And, uh, yeah, we're in good shape there. What a, what a day. I think it was pretty awesome too for Tyler Reddick to be able to get that win as well. Um, it just, you know, in a way, it just completes what they've been looking for this whole time. They've been so close so many times. Similar situation, I guess, with what Daniel Suarez was when it's like you've got a really good car, you've been close, you've been close, you've been close. You've had some issues as well. You get that last ten percent and you get the win. Well, it's it's the Suarez thing. It's 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 even almost step by step, race for race what what uh chase elliott had gone through he's a former champion and, in the in the yeah. in the lower racing series and then he comes in here he's been right there but then he's had some dust ups and then just can't quite can't quite get to the end and you look at you look at chase and if you really think well i think we talked about it was it last week maybe the week before where you know it it was the run-ins with with Denny Hamlin and and with Kyle Busch that really sparked the okay nobody's nobody's going to give me anything nobody owes me anything yep. and that's where as it, soon it, as he it, gave it Kyle Busch the bird it's like okay yeah it clicked it's like if I'm if I'm going to win a race I got to go out and get me a get me a win I think it's funny too that you mentioned that because Chase was interviewed afterwards and actually brought that up uh, for us just. Proud of our Napa team. I didn't do a very good job there. I, I just let him stay close enough to pressure me there while we had, you know, decent tires and <clears throat> never could get enough of a gap. Made a couple mistakes. You know, I was gaining a gap there a couple times and made a couple mistakes and, and let him get back close enough to get me out of sync. And, and then after that, just, uh, you know, started, started struggling. So, and 
obviously was super difficult to, to get to somebody to pass him. I mean, it was impressive that he was able to get up there and, and capitalize on my mistake. So happy for those guys. I uh, appreciate the effort out of our team. Wish I could have done a better a better job there. I felt like, you know, we were we probably needed a little bit, but I think we were good enough to win. So those always hurt. You and I are sitting down right here. It's a hot day out there. We saw you pushing. You were going as deep as you could in every breaking zone, trying to find how tough is it to try and make a pass? And why was it so impressive that pass he made on you when you weren't able to get back by him? Uh, yeah, I mean, just, you know, these cars are very aerosensitive and, you know, even more so nowadays, <laughs> even more than last year's car. So, uh, and as the season goes on and, and everybody's cars become more the same as we learn what uh, everybody needs in, in their vehicles, uh, every car is going to become the same manufacturer to manufacturer. And as that becomes the case, track position is going to become, you know, more and more of a premium. So that's just motorsports nowadays. Arrow is huge and uh, you can't unlearn. So that's a road we're on. Left it all okay. in the race track. Well, I, I thought that he was going to mention something. I thought he did. Uh, I, th I thought, if I remember right, that wasn't the whole thing. He mentioned something about, I kind of know what that's like. Mm -hmm. Congrats to Tyler. Good for him. I, I, I think I, I, I think he I, did. I swear I in remember another him. interview. Yeah, I swear I remember him saying something like that. But like, saying but saying that right there. Oh yeah, at, at the end. Yeah, I was going to go back to that because, like you said, everybody's learning more about these cars. Are we going to get to a point where you throw a blanket? And there's 25 guys by by the time we get to the playoffs that everybody knows what they're doing, and it's just a matter of prepping the car properly. And if you're 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 just a tick off, you're going to be in the back. Well, you you're hearing that more and more and more as the season goes on. Michael McDowell was very instrumental in saying that in all his interviews all weekend long. He said, "We're right there unloading." We just need a little bit more or a little adjustment here or a little adjustment there. And he, he's been much better the last three, four races than he was at the beginning of the year. He really was struggling early on. Well, and, and he even said that in his post-race interview. He's like, you know, that, that, says, that says monumental things about that race team and, and his driving. When, when he's disappointed about an eighth-place finish, you think about where that car has been in, in the last, you know, aside from the Daytona 500 win. You know, you look at the last year, three years, five years, yeah. where not even a contender. You know, it's it's one of those hardly a start and park car. But now they're getting to the point where, okay, kind of disappointed. We got an eighth place finish. We should have done better than that. It's like that that means we got more cars that are competitive. That yeah. means we got more cars that are showing up and showing out. <laughs> right. And it goes to my point earlier. The racing each week is just better and better and better. Well, and Kevin Harvick, prior to the race, was talking about how he's a little bit more of a rhythm racer mm -hmm. and how over the course of the season he's had to learn a little bit and how, you know, it for, for him, it's going to take a little bit longer to really get going because, you know, he can drive in the sim all he wants to. It's still not the same for him. He, it's, it's different. Right. It's not something he's used to. Martin Church Jr. is probably a little bit of the same way where, hey, I'm a rhythm guy. I, I need to be in the car. You know, that's why I like the longer practices. You got to feel it. And and now that we're going back to places that either are similar or places that they've succeeded at and they get a feel for how the car performs. And, you know, when we go to New Hampshire next uh, – or uh, after we go to Atlanta this week, next week we go to New Hampshire, then we go to Pocono. Pocono's going to be new. Mm -hmm. New Hampshire will not necessarily be new. Similar tracks that they've raced on Gateway being, you know, similar enough. Yep. But Atlanta, they've been there, done that. And you go to Daytona again. You know, Atlanta's going to be the first track. And this is this is yeah. just still mind-boggling to me. I know we may have talked about this before. The first repeat track this season. Is it really? Yeah. 
This will be the first time we've been back to a track on this schedule. I don't know if we're going to be back at any other track before we go to Daytona. Out, out, yeah, outside of Day- Daytona. Which wow, I, I really, I really do enjoy. You know, I they, don't get me wrong. There are some tracks that I love, and I, I like how there used to be. You know, the the spring and fall, or the you know the the first one of the first two or three races of the season. Then you go mm-hmm. back in the summertime. But I really like how it's spread out, and and we're just. It's one stop on the schedule, and we're getting more tracks in, and we're going to more places, and we're seeing more styles of racing. And we'll see that at Vegas when they repeat. They go back to Martinsville. They but, again, go, those are all playoff well, races. Correct, correct. They, they, they go back to Texas. They go back to Darlington. And all, you can't all even really count races. Texas because Texas was the all-star race. I don't, I don't, I'm not looking forward to that. I'm, I'm hoping being that Texas is going to be a full-format real race is going to be a little bit different. Let's hope so. I, hope I know it, I know that, you know, the all-star race was kind of a, a dud. If it can be half of what the Coke 600 was, I think we'll be good. Yeah. Martinsville, I'm a little bit nervous and about, I too. Have, but, 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 but they're making the change to take off the... The rumble strips? No, the at, at, at Martinsville. Well, oh. the rumble strips, too, I think. Yeah. But the... Uh, or the curb, rather. What's in the back of the car? The diffuser. The diffuser. I think they've... I don't know if they've tested it, but I think there's a thought of taking that thing off. Improves the racing there. Yeah, because it dirties the air a little bit more. Creates more of a wake and Yeah. There I don't know, it's this is a year for NASCAR, I think, to learn as well. Like we talk about the drivers and then the teams, but even NASCAR, like, okay. These are some things that we maybe need to change. These are some things that and, and also, I mean, again, I guess wrapping up the Road America point real quick, do you think they should stay there? Because that's been rumored as one of the tracks to potentially get taken off the schedule for a street course <sighs> race. The Xfinity race was wild, and but I, I thought the race yesterday was, it was eh. Yeah, it wasn't. I liked it because I love NASCAR and stuff like that. But I there's way there you you it wasn't the most exciting race at all. It wasn't. It wasn't a standout. No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, but is a- the reason the reason I planted myself on the couch and watched <laughs> it from the start. Well, no, I'm I'm being dead serious. Yeah. I watched it from the start of pre race to the end of pre race and did not move from my spot on the couch. And the only reason I did that was because the weather here was crap. It was raining, and, and it just nasty. so happened to be a race that was not. The most okay. Okay, so well, what I'm getting at is, are we sure that a street course is going to be any better? No, <laughs> no, Which we're I, not. I saw somebody say Milwaukee or Wisconsin loves its NASCAR. Get it, get them to get them to the mall. Go to, back to Chicagoland. Go to the Milwaukee Mile. Yeah, is what they said. That too. That'd be a new track. A lot like Gateway. Yep, that track will be fun. I don't know. I'm you know, I, I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued to see what it'll be like in Chicago. Because it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a destination. But what I, I know with with F one and with IndyCar it works. But with stock cars on a street course, how are we sure that this is gonna be? You you're talk about not passing. You you, I don't think there. I, I mean, think if if we can if we can set it up where part of the track is is video game style, where we <laughs> go in one side of Soldier Field and come out the other end of Soldier Field, that's great. But I don't think they're gonna do that. There, I, I got it. You actually have to go through the goalposts. I and don't, that, that actually counts as one of the checkpoints. 
Yeah, or, or turn or turn Soldier Field into pit road. I, you I, want to pit, you actually have God. to go onto the field. <laughs> I don't see how that's going to work. I think it might even be worse. Like you said, it's destination. But how in the world do you think they're going to pass? It's hard to pass an F1 in an IndyCar at these street courses. Like Azerbaijan and Monaco. In what world is a, is a stock car going to work? Uh, what In what way is that going to work? I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Or it, it might happen, but it ain't going to be good. Just from a racing particular standpoint of wanting to see cars being passed and everything like that. There's other places that I think they, they ought to go to. You got you to gotta jump the river. You're going to have the bridge partially open, and you actually have to go airborne and jump yeah. the river. Look, I think that, I don't know, do you think there's too many road courses? Because how many are there, seven? There's seven? This is the most that they've ever had easily. Well, yeah, and, and Kevin Harvick even even said that, you know. And how, I, I don't how mind it, but I think there's other tracks that you can feature that are more favorable to have stock car racing than road course. There's not, I I mean, you. there's many. I can probably run off a list of tracks that we ought to have back. North Wilkesboro, Rockingham. I used to live in Colorado, Pikes Peak International Raceway. IndyCar used to race there when Tony Stewart was racing. That's a mile and a half track that a lot of people would maybe really like racing at. The Milwaukee Mile. They don't like going to the West Coast too much. The Milwaukee Mile, the Brickyard 400. Yeah. I mean, we can just rattle off some of these tracks. Like, oh, I know. You you can be at these places I mean, uh, to me, it may Chicagoland. It makes sense to go to tracks that are more favorable for stock cars, I think, than road courses. Because road courses, you got to be really careful with, like, like Watkins Glen works, mm-hmm. Sonoma works. I think Road America works. It may not be the greatest, but I think Road America works. Mid Ohio might work. Yep. More of the open, actually. Like road course tracks, not street courses. I don't, I don't like that idea. It, it gonna, sounds fun, but that. for stock let's cars, go, it's not. Let's, let's make the All Star Race an actual Daytona Beach course, like like the old one. Yeah, you remember the NASCAR Thunder Games that would have the that had it in there. Yeah, could never get through three and four. Oh no! Oh yeah, my brother and I would just. There was an invisible had, wall there, so you couldn't you couldn't quite cut the corner, and you'd always run into an invisible sandbag. See, my brother was the idiot that liked to drive backwards in the game. So I turn, and I, what I would do is I'd set qualifying, but I would start dead last. My brother would start dead last with me, and he would turn the car around and go backwards and wreck the cars. And I and I could see if I could make my way through and win, and win the race without having any accidents. It was a lot of fun. My eleven year old son does that unintentionally. <laughs> Dad, but, look, look, look! Oh. See, my brother is that I'm trying to get through the wrecks. My brother's like, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wreck the pack." And then of course, times there, there would be times he whiffs. I'm like, "What the heck?" You know? Yeah. I'd also turn damage on too. That that'd be... missed all 39 cars. Congratulations. <laughs> See cars on fire all over the place. <laughs> but no, but no, I I think that there's. Oh, that used to make me so mad though. God, there's... again, here we go on the video game okay. stretch. Yeah, yeah, we are. But well, no, but like that used to make me so mad. Like, you'd, you'd get going, and after a while, there's all these cars, like, tore up everywhere. And you'd get through all the cars, no problem, but there'd be a piece of debris you didn't see anywhere. Oh, yeah, and you run it over, blown you're, tire. You're doing, you're doing, like, 197 <laughs> down the back stretch. You hit that piece of debris, and you, you like, down the back wow. stretch. Oh, crap. <laughs> but uh, I, I can, I, there's, uh, I think that there's better road courses to race at. 
yeah. than, than street than a street course. I, I just think if you're going to get rid of a road course, make sure it's for another track. See, like That's I said, I'm not it. I'm not thrilled about it. I'm not writing it off just yet. I want to I want to see what they do. I want to see what they do. I want to see what the layout is. This is the thing though. If it's, a, if it's a flop, see to to me, I think the L.A. Coliseum thing was an absolute home run. That that went sure. way better than I thought it may have gone. Because mm-hmm. I mean, short track, it, it's NASCAR. Yep. I mean, I don't know if they'd be able to do that anywhere else, but I mean, Jerry's World. That'd be pretty crazy. It's inside. <laughs> I know it is inside. <laughs> The, the first day, he'd be like a be 200,000 like NASCAR fans dead from indoor, carbon indoor monoxide poison fat. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that there's there's ways that you can – because the thing is, apparently, North Wilkesboro is not going to do a cup race because there's not enough seats. So uh, so that, so that as a result, limits – Stupid. Well, see, and that also, how many people showed up at that Road America race? All of them. Uh, how, what, what's like the capacity? I have no idea. That's the thing. How many golf carts do you see on the side yeah. of the freaking fence? Yeah. You know how many RVs you're going to see on the side of North Wilkesboro? And they have stands. You know, you, if, if you customize, if you if you build it up a little bit, same thing with Rockingham. Rockingham's got a ton of seats. It's got probably more than Darlington does, I would, I would, I would guess. You know, why not go back to these places? You know, you, you can, and it's no offense to the road courses, but road courses are not necessarily built for stock cars. I don't know if I. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Attendance it's, was estimated at a hundred thousand people this weekend. Okay, so tailgating. Oh, how many? How many stands? You know how many people would be at that North Wilkesboro race? Total, getting in, tailgating, whatever. There'd be over a hundred grand. There'd be over a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think that there's better. There's better ways to pay homage to NASCAR and and have good racing. Without, you know, I, I just think that there's something about that that I, I think it's an important time for NASCAR to do it. And I think with these cars, certain tracks are working more than others. Why not? And like you and I were talking about off the air real quick uh, to continue this topic of potential tracks. If Pocono, Pocono coming up, new new track, that, that track is a lot like the Brickyard 400, I would say, in um, it's hard to pass, long straightaways. The races, not that they're boring, but for some people, they might categorize it as boring, as a little bit of a snoozer race. Right. If that race goes well, I would, and I have bias because I'm from Indianapolis, but I would have bias to put the Brickyard 400 back into the schedule and have it be added as the crown jewel, as a crown jewel. See, I'm wondering if the Chicago race, the Chicago street race, is going to be anything like the one that's in iRacing. I haven't watched an iRacing. I haven't watched a race there. In, I just I just looked it up, and there is an iRacing Chicago Street Circuit. F one, I think, would be great for it. And uh, that's that. That's actually that's actually it. Apparently, you can run. If you're an iRacer, you can run any of the cars. But yeah, it's. See, I think. Well, even still, people thought that Miami was going to be great for F one, and it was. There was no passing. There was no passing at that race. Just over two miles, Chicago Street Circuit incorporates parts of Michigan Avenue, Lakeshore Drive, almost a figure eight layout. Yeah, it sounds great, but is the racing good? Because, and again, no, it, like, I like you, well, I, I'm just saying, like you said, it's an event. 
that Miami F1 race was an event. The racing was not very fun to watch. It was it was not good. From a TV perspective, I don't like watching that. I think that's going to be the response to the Chicago race. It's cool to be there. If you're there, it's great. It's a lot of fun. But but it's not about the racing because you, you can't even see the whole track. It's not about the racing when you're at the event. That's what it looks like. Yeah, th- th- that's, that's great. I, I just... Where, where, where are you going to pass? In an F1 car with DRS, that works. Stock cars don't have DRS. So even, even those straightaways that are not very long, you're not passing anybody. I think they need to turn it into a true figure eight. We go from turn 12 all the way down to turn five. When you cross put paths, a, put you, a, <laughs> when you cross paths, you're going to have people coming this way and you're going to be going that way. Well, and no, there's, there's, somebody, there's, a road, there's a road right there. You actually have to follow the traffic signals. If you have a red light, you have to stop. Uh, if you have a green light, you keep going. I, I and I hate to sound like a test, Debbie. test the brakes. I don't want to be cars. a Debbie Downer, but and I know that's what it sounds like. But that I think is what we're going to be dealing with. A, a race where if you're there, you don't care about the racing anyways. It's about the event. If you're watching it on TV, it's going to suck, and it's not going to be fun. <laughs> and you're going to say, "Why can't we go somewhere where there's actually going to be some passing?" That's what's going. That's what the conversation's going to be. And I don't know. Is it good for NASCAR to go to Chicago? Sure. But wouldn't you rather the product be really good on the track than just ha- – I, I don't know. That, that's just, just the way that I think it I, – I don't know. Anyways, transitioning to Atlanta Motor Speedway. Returning again, William Byron won to my wife's annoyance <laughs> in the spring. She wasn't a fan of that? No. She, she thought, well, it's, it's like when Bowman wins. She's like, ah, oh, why? Why does Bowman have to win? Why does Byron have to win? Like, it's like, ah, you know, whatever. Is she a Hendrick <laughs> fan, or does she just not like those guys? She likes Chase Elliott. Okay. She she can't stand Kyle Larson. Really? Because he won everything last year. She's like, I don't, I don't like him. He wins everything. Yeah. A lot of people don't like Chase Elliott because he's the, the fan favorite. I mean, it's the same way that Dale was. Right. People love Dale Jr. now that he's gone, but I'm sure there were tons of people that hated him because, oh, he's NASCAR's most popular driver, and all he's going to he, – that's all – uh, no, hey. nobody, nobody has a chance to win it. Which again is fine, dude. I get that. My wife is a a, a Kyle Busch fan for no other reason <laughs> because everybody hates him. No, a lot, a lot no. of people don't like him. M and M's and pedigree. <laughs> that sounds like a the, the, the reason why some people would would like a driver. We, oh yeah, I like I like Skittles. <laughs> I like I like M and M's, and he has puppies on his car. I'm rooting for him. <laughs> why, why why is he getting booed? Well, you just listen to to Radioactive, sweetheart, and you'll find out why. Hey, man, I was I was the same way when I was a when I was a Tony Stewart fan when he was running. It's like I I would not set foot inside Lowe's. <laughs> you were that. You were I was that, I was that guy. guy. <laughs> we're going to Lowe's. Home Depot's right across the street. We're going over here. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson, who's that? Axe? No. Old Spice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. McDonald's? Staples? McDonald's. We're going to Home Depot, baby. <laughs> McDonald's? No. Burger King. <laughs> Jeez. I want the Whopper. What don't a, you, what, don't, what, you what dare, Mac? don't you dare try and give me a Pepsi. It's Coca-Cola. Well, that's what we've got now with uh, you know with Blaney, Advanced Auto Parts, and Chase with Napa. Yeah. Oh, all we need is an AutoZone car. Then, then we'll really be cooking. Talk about competition. Why do I feel like there is a part-time AutoZone well, there might be at part-time. Least, at least we like need a, Dodge to hurry up and get back into NASCAR, and then man, one of the Dodge cars, drivers. Those cars look so sharp. Oh, yeah. The Toyotas are cool-looking, but Dodge is 
Dodge might be ne- next to Mustang. The, the, the those Dodge Challengers are, ne- are next to the Mustangs. Kia is going to be the next car that gets in. Kia? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I drive a Kia, and I don't know why. <laughs> Hold on. Drew's over here like, yeah, man. I can be a cup driver. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'm, putting, know. <laughs> I'm putting a big old number on my car. <laughs> Absolutely. 55. We're rolling with the double fives. Your wife's going to be over there like, what are you doing? <laughs> that thing is not paid off yet. <laughs> and the thing in sport mode. Let's go. Well, no, I, I've always wanted. I've Honey, always, no, they're driving this in the cup series. I want to make it look like. When getting a car, I've always like. I've always been, you know what? I want to get a car that I can associate with NASCAR. So Chevy, Ford. Toyota. I don't want a Toyota. Okay, Camaro or a Mustang. What one do I want more? That's the car I'm going to get because, I don't know, it's just, it's the brand, you know? Why do you think I drive a Silverado? You're all Chevy. Yeah, sure. Fords? Heck no. You hear, no offense to Ford, but Ford F-150, it's like, uh, sorry, I drive a Silverado. Uh -uh." It broke my heart when Stuart Haas went to Ford. (laughs) Going back to Stuart, yeah, it's like, dang it, Tony, come on. You didn't obviously take take the bait and go to Ford though. I did uh, you, not. Know, you did not. I did not. <laughs> but look, I I think that that's something that people people associate with those things. Kia and NASCAR, let's do it. I don't I don't know if they'd bring a K five in there, but they they have a. I'm sure. That's they, gonna be a Sorento. Yeah, not a Sorento, but uh, Stinger. Yeah. Those things are not. Na- those things are nice looking. And they they those things purr like a kitten too. Bring back the Optima. Well, no, the, the <laughs> K5 is the Optima. But is that what it is? But, but, but it's upgraded because the, the Optimas don't exist anymore. The K5s are... That's a, what I'm saying. Bring yeah, back the Optima. The, yeah. the K5s are an updated version of the Optima. Yeah, okay. And technically, my car is considered a sports car. I was surprised when I heard that. I remember when you started working here. I'm like, what the heck is that guy driving? And then I a saw car the... that that, uh, that I bought when I was making... When I was, well, more, fina- <laughs> more financially... <laughs> when I was... I was more able to Who the afford heck did it. Just hire. <laughs> I was more able to afford it. This guy's balling. Oh, yep. It's a Kia. Never mind. <laughs> no, 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 no. This, this guy's balling. Struggling too. <laughs> yeah. Struggling too now. Um. Anyways, so I. Our NASCAR fantasy live as of Tuesday, as of when we're recording this, is still not. Um up to date fully so we can't look at anybody outside of our drivers currently that we have i, I, I guess you could i don't know if there's a way to check the has it has the usages it still left. locked or is it reopened because i had a theory that it might oh, open it, it is still locked but you're okay so you're able to look at your usages if you go to the results and then go to the drivers yep so you can look at usages now atlanta drives a lot like daytona we saw the pack racing two by two a third lane was it could have happened, but it, it didn't happen too often, really, in that race. Actually, right there wasn't. I don't know. I it was. There was one really big accident, the one where Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, kind of got into it a little bit. Uh, but I, I don't think there was really anything that was spectacular, accident wise, like a big one. We might be in in, in tune for that because again, later in the season. Ryan Blaney, Martin Truex Jr., Kevin Harvick will be more aggressive. Bubba Wallace will be aggressive. Austin Dillon will be aggressive. I think Eric Jones will be more aggressive. You were talking about guys that have super speedway success, and we're getting down to the nitty-gritty where you you got to win to get in, especially if you're Jones, Bubba, maybe even Busher. I mean, again, Brad. 
Yep. We're going to see some aggression here. So choose wisely, I guess, would be the phrase. But I I don't know. Is there anybody who you're going to avoid picking this week? I think there, I've already got my lineup kind of already not, not set. But I would say Bubba Wallace, I'm going to live and die with him. Hopefully not die um, or live or die. I'm going to take – I might take McDowell again. I might take Chris Buescher again. I'm going to look at guys like Eric Jones I think I might take. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. I may take. Bo, uh, uh, Austin Dillon I may take. I don't know. It'll be – I might go back and look at the – actually, let me do that. Go in, Since this is the first re- re- repeat race, here's how things shook up last – or end of the spring. William Byron won. Ross Chastain came in second. Kurt Busch came in third. Daniel Suarez fourth. Corey LaJoy fifth. Chase Elliott sixth. Chris Buescher seventh. Martin Truex Jr. eighth. Joey Logano ninth. Alex Bowman in tenth. Justin Haley, maybe one to watch. Big Moose came in eleventh. I'm I'm I did that, but I also went back to load them up by points from the Atlanta race. So William Byron was a uh, a top runner. And then Oh, you you went back. Okay, okay. I, I got you. Yeah. Stage wise too. That'll be interesting. Yeah, exactly. Stage that's another thing with these road courses. Stage racing the, the stages have screwed up everything. So that's the thing. Suarez Suarez scored you thirteen <clears throat> stage points last last time in Atlanta. Oh, and he finished top five. Yeah. So he was, he, was, he was your number two driver. Him and Chastain. Yep. So that's right. that's one of those where you know, if you sort them by by total, Kurt Busch had good points. Ross Chastain obviously had good points. Corey LaJoy is a sleeper. Yeah, Chris Buescher had good points. Where did you say Corey LaJoy finished? Oh, Corey LaJoy finished fifth. Yeah, uh, but, but Suarez finished fourth. Based on points, he was only the seventh highest scoring driver because he did not have any stage points. Where right. Suarez had thirteen, Byron had twelve. So if you if you sort it by by total points. Byron, Suarez, Elliott, Kurt Busch, Chastain would be your top five. Denny Hamlin might be a guy to watch too with this because he had, he got involved in, in one of those accidents and he had he finished like second in the stage one and then had that yep. accident. So I don't know. It's oh no, there was the big accident late. William Byron crossed the start finish line. Though yeah, that was the last shootout where where Bubba hit the wall hard. Yeah. I think Bubba's going to be a guy to watch in this. I think, <laughs> lap, I think lap by lap, three twenty-five. NASCAR Fantasy Live reads twenty-four gets the win as the thirty-one twenty-three seventeen crash behind him. Twelve and fourteen got into the wall prior to the finish, and twenty crossed in second, but was ruled deaf pass below the. Yellow. That was it too, because Christopher Bell came in second, but he on the back stretch went I way low. Thought they added the double line there because it now runs like a super speedway. You know what? I think they need to take it off. You want to go below the line on the backstretch? It never used to be. Go five wide on the backstretch. Go all the way down by the wall and then get up in there. That would be ridiculously exciting. I'd love to see that. They're not going to do it. Because Atlanta never used to have that. Well, yeah, right. Because it it, it it hadn't been repaved, and that was a two-lane track at best. Mm -hmm. Man, I think this is going to be really exciting this weekend. Now that you got it, especially now that you got a notebook, these these guys are going to show up to Atlanta, set up, have a little bit of qual or practice time. Talk about a blanket. This will be. I- I'm telling you right now. I-, I actually, you know what? I might. I'm gonna pick. Probably go Bubba Wallace, Austin Dillon, Eric Jones, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. 
and Daniel Suarez or whatever, and then just hope and pray that their that their aggression pays off and they're in the front. Because those guys, like you're you're coming to this race, you're already set up for it. You know you've got to win. You're gonna be more aggressive. You cause an accident, hopefully you're not in it. You know, I mean that that's that's what it's gonna be. This is gonna be just like this is just like Daytona. Byron Suarez, Kurt Bush, LeJoy Kozlowski. Kurt Bush might be a good the, the whole twenty three eleven. I might pick both Kurt and, and Bubba. Chris Bush are in the garage. I'm putting Bubba in my garage, but I might take And you know this is gonna be a matchup. How about Brad? You know this is gonna be your number one matchup. What? Chase Elliott, Tyler Reddick. Because you know NASCAR oh, yeah, Fantasy sure. Live is gonna put that in as your matchup. Who are you taking between those two? Chase. Taking Chase. Yeah. Are are, are you are you taking uh what's another lineup? What's another one gonna be? I don't know. I'm sure Bubba will be in there. Yeah. Bubba or Kurt? Ooh. Ah, Kurt. Kurt because he's his crew's more reliable. Literally, pit crew is more reliable for Kurt Busch, <laughs> so I'm taking Kurt Busch. Jeez. Well, and again, that, you, know, see, you, look that, at, you look at Kurt, though. Point. You look at Kurt back in, in March. God, that's a good point. Kurt was... Kurt scored you the fourth highest points. Yeah, because he he came and th- finished in third. Kurt scored you thirty nine points. Kurt scored you thirty nine points in in March. I might do. Well, look. I, now, as always, hang Paul, on, hang on. Here's here's another thing I'm going to throw out there because I know Jeremy's going to be listening to this podcast and making his picks on the fly. You also have drivers like Andy Lolly. You probably still Andy Lolly's racing. Well, he's he's on he's on this lineup here. You you, you probably still have ten usages. <laughs> he has one start this season. That's the only stat you have for Andy Lally. Ty Dillon. Ty Dillon might actually not be a bad pick. Parker Klingerman. He's going to be on pit road. <laughs> Broadcasting the race. Hey, hush! I'm making Jeremy's picks here. All right. Mr. Nice Guy's picks. I'm trying to help him out. He's going to be on pit road, okay? He'll be down there a lot. <laughs> Unfortunately. Never know Boris said may show up. <laughs> Harrison Burton. When's uh, Trackhouse doesn't have the third car yet. When when does that? That's not going to be till Daytona, is it? I thought they were bringing it to a road course. Was it a road course? I couldn't remember when they were setting it up. Is it Indy? Or is it the Roval? I don't remember. I don't know. But Kimmy, I think, is racing and is doing a race this year. Yeah. I might take Kimmy. That's going to be one of those races where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it. The same thing's going to happen, though, as always with this weekend. Qualifying. Okay, who do I want to take? The thing, though, I'll also that I... I'll be inclined to see, just stage point wise, is there based on how people race. So this is the thing with picking Bubba or Austin Dillon or these guys. Like, are they really going to be up front, or are they just going to be waiting till stage three to go and do something? So stage point wise, you're not going to get anything if you're picking some of these guys. Clear the cars out and then make the run towards the end. And and as we've seen, like you said. 
Corey LaJoy finished fifth in that race and was not in the top five in points. Because he's got nothing to lose. Right. So, oh, well, no, I'm saying stage points are such a big deal where you can have a guy that wins two stages, finishes in 11th place, and they still score in the top five. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think maybe Denny Hamlin isn't that bad of a pick or Kyle Larson isn't that bad of a pick. Right. Or Kyle Busch isn't that bad of a pick or Chase isn't that bad of a pick because – I mean, if you get the stage points and they don't win the race, but they come in twelfth or whatever, you know, you still they aren't they aren't the twelfth best driver in terms of points. You're still getting a top ten driver, right? That's something to think about too, which is always difficult. Which is why, again, the the, the road course stuff screwed everything up because guys are pitting two laps before, and I had that guys, was so agitating this past weekend. No, I had no stage points. I don't think at all the second stage. <laughs> guys, just stay where you're at, please. Chase Elliott's got a 14-second lead and decides to pit. Three laps to go, stage one. It's like, why? Why? Who do you think wins? If he doesn't pit? Or, oh, this weekend? Yeah, 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 this weekend. Uh, You know, I'm going to go out there. Don't pick the same person as me. I, I don't think I'm going to. I think you're going to see. I'm going to say I'm, I'm looking. I think you're going to have. Shoot, now I'm now I'm double guessing myself. Why would you say that? Don't pick the same person as me. Now I think I think. Busher Just... Busher had a good run in March. Okay. Is that your pick? No. Okay. <laughs> I was worried you were going to split his name in half and say Kurt Busch, but I was like, no, please. But uh, I, th- I think Kurt Busch is a guy. Sneaky good. Just, yeah. Just given how he ran in Atlanta, I think Bubba's another guy to watch too, but uh, you you can't rely on, on, the, on his crew. You can't rely on – something's going to happen. Although I, I pull that back. Chris Busch is going to be down his crew chief and, and – crew members because they appealed at road america they had the tire issue oh okay and they appealed so they could have their full crew at road america so they're going to be going into atlanta with no pit crew or with no crew chief no crew chief and down two crew members (laughs) wow so chris busher might be a guy that you avoid jeremy chris busher take him number one spot see watch this he's actually going to take him and he's going to win the race of course he is. I'm taking Kurt Busch. Bubba, you you can't. It's always accident waiting to happen is what his crew is, what, what what that team is. Whether it's Bubba, whether it's the crew chief, whether it's the crew. Stenhouse is another guy, though. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm telling. Stenhouse is a guy. Well, see, this is the problem. Like I was saying, he's going to be a guy that is so aggressive, he may cause an accident and may be involved in it. Mm-hmm. But if he's there at the end... You may really get some payoff from from Ricky Stenhouse Jr. being there for for picking him. You don't get a, you don't have to use a, to do a usage. This well, week, if you're like me, you still have ten usages. Well, correct. I I think I'm the same way. I I'm not using Chase Elliott or he Kyle might Larson. Be a, he might be a solid garage guy. Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson. I've got three usages left for Kyle and then four for Chase. I'm not using either of them. I'm in that same boat. I don't. I'm tempted to not use Ross Chastain. And wait, because that's what that's the thing with this race in Daytona is it's such a crapshoot that picking a guy like a Stenhouse or a McDowell 
or an Eric Jones really is not that bad of an idea at all. Is there anybody that you're super worried about with your usage? I know we've talked about it, and I think as as we're down uh, to eight races in the regular season, maybe, the, the only one that I'm nervous about right now, honestly, is Chase Elliott. I'm even not really that nervous because I kind of kind of have a game plan with him. I was going to say it might be Chase Elliott, but look, I have four usages left with him, and at this moment in time, I might take him at – I'm taking him at IMS, I'm taking him at Watkins Glen, and I'm taking him – I don't know. I might take him somewhere else. I've got four usage left him. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about anybody, I don't think. Because Kyle Larson, I've got three left. I'll take him at IMS. I'll take him at Watkins Glen. Yep. And then I might throw him in at Michigan. Yeah. I might do cha- – I mean, you know, I, I feel okay. I've managed my thing. I've, I've managed things well. Enough. I'm not going to take either of them again at Daytona. Daytona's going to be just like this week. Eric Jones, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., I'll probably pick Denny Hamlin, actually, because Denny's been really good there previously, and Denny just finds a way to be there at the end. But, I mean, it's a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. Bubba, I'll probably take it. Daytona. Ryan Blaney. See, you think Kevin learned anything? You think Kevin Harvick learned anything in March? <laughs> I'm sure we were, he did. we were talking about that well, earlier, too. Yeah, the, he, he, he was in the back the whole race, which is what Kevin Harvick typically does, m- mind you. But he wasn't able to rebound from it. it, it well, yeah, it's, because it's he got those... so far back. He was running back with Harrison Burton getting lapped. He 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 he, he was toast. See, it, it runs it runs so much like Daytona, Talladega. But I'm sure he's it, learned. It doesn't right? because it's so small at the same time. Yeah. Yes, I know it's a mile and a half track, and I know it's banked, and I know you're flying around that track. But you know another guy to watch. That's I would say Ryan Blaney might be one to pick. If you're going to pick a top guy, Ryan Blaney might be one. He didn't run that well. I think that's because he got in an accident. Yeah. Uh, in in the middle of that race. Austin Sindrick, maybe even if he got some usages left. Like, hey, oh, he definitely got usages. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's those are all possibilities. Right. This is gonna be an interesting week. There, there's this is the thing, Jeremy. You can go and pick. Whoever the world you want to, and you might actually. I still want to know if he's out of drivers. That's the thing that I'm driving. That's driving me crazy. I don't think so. Think is there a driver he's... that he has no usages left of? I think last, last week he said he had three usages left for a couple of people, but that was it. So I, by the time we get to Daytona, walk. This is the thing for him. He has to figure out how he wants to use Kyle Larson or Kyle Busch or Ross Chastain. And you he, and I got the cruise control set. And yeah. he's we 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 have a good plan already set. He's having to figure out where to where where to put drivers and when. Now, if he's smart and he listens to the podcast, so he is smart. Um, I'm just glad we get that one listen each week. That's what keeps us in business. I I, I wasn't going to go that far, but I'm glad. Th- thank you, Jeremy, for that. Um, Daytona and Atlanta. Keeps our drive going. (laughs) Daytona and Atlanta, he'd be out of his mind to take anybody that's worth a darn for the most part, unless you got some usages left, like a Ryan Blaney or a Joey Logano, maybe. I don't know. This is one of those races where you just say, you know what? We're picking a random lineup, and hopefully mine's better than yours. Mm -hmm. We'll see how things shake up. That's going to be what it is. What would be so great is if you guys pick lineups and and they all screw up besides my guys. This is why, Jeremy, it's worth it to pick a guy like a uh, a Cody Ware or a Corey LaJoy. 
I mean, hey, Gorilla Joy does a really good job at these super speeder races of, of surviving and advancing and coming in 15th at the end of the race or top 10. I mean, I'm not opposed to a Gorilla Joy. That's the thing. I'm hoping that, that you guys take him and he gets in an accident early on, though. This is what I'm hoping. <laughs> this, is what, this is what we do here. I don't want Gorilla Joy to be, be in the accident, but for for my sake, I wouldn't mind it. I hope this thing stays locked and you forget to reset your lineup. That would really suck if that <laughs> happened. You know? <laughs> If this thing stayed, no, 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 based on our lineups, if this thing stayed locked, I would be really bummed with my lineup. Busher, McDowell, Brad in the garage, Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, and Chase Briscoe, I would hate that lineup. This, my lineup's not going to be anything like this. See, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be that bad with my lineup. <clears throat> going into Atlanta, have. Chastain, Elliott. Elliott, Elliott would make me sad because I only have three left of him. But Chastain, Elliott, Cendric, McDowell, Reddick. Gosh, that is a really good lineup. There is, that's not a bad lineup. And then Almondinger in the garage. Well, he he's not even going to race, so you can be stuck. <laughs> it's going to be like when when Jeremy had had Gregson in his lineup. Like, sorry, he, he ain't racing. Do I do I waste the uh, usage on Elliott when he wrecks out on on lap ten? Or do you put AJ Almondinger in who ain't even going to? Do race? I take the one point or do I use the zero points? Well. <laughs> I hope that it changes, and I am going to reset my lineup. Anyways. Oh, now, um, you know NASCAR knows. It's just a matter of. Oh, yeah. They're trying to figure out what. Okay, so you're saying, well, who, hang on. Who are you picking? Because you said Busher, and then, then you backtracked. Who, who then you, I did backtrack, yeah. So who, who are you taking? I'm taking Kurt Busch. Or, to put it lightly, I'll, I'll take 2311. 20, you're taking the 2311? Okay. You know what? I'll do Denny and or I'll, I'll do Bubba and I'll do Kurt. <clears throat> He's back for another year. He's right there. He needs he needs the win. I think Truex could show up. Well, I, I he think, is going to show up. Well, <laughs> sorry, I had to do it. Show up in victory lane. <laughs> Not congratulating others, but being. <laughs> hey man, congratulations! Drew's got jokes over here. <laughs> I like Martin Truex Jr. though. I mean, he's low key a likable guy. I hope he stayed in the sport for a longer time. But I don't know if he's gonna. I feel like if he's not with Gibbs, then he definitely would just be done. Well, you know that's the thing though. Is he gonna go somewhere else? I feel like he would be done. I don't he think could. he wants to no, be like. He could. So there was an article that came out. This I don't think week. he wants to be like Brad. Where he's well, he, he, I don't think he does either. But he's another one of those drivers where I know we were talking about you know, Dale Jr. promoting, but Dale Jr. expressed interest of Truex oh yeah 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 the Cup driver maybe maybe being his startup Cup driver. Get Truex over there driving for for Dale Jr. Just on like a, a one or two season deal, get his get his Cup team going, get it established. And then, you know what I would do? Once you get it established, I would have I would add add a second car and have it rotate tryouts. Josh Berry, Noah Gregson, Judd Justin Allgaier. This car is going to run the whole season, but we're going to split it up into thirds. Yeah, you guys are going to run a third. He's going to run a third. He's going to run a third. I don't know if they'd be able to get points. I mean, I don't know if they'd be able to have it count towards playoff points. But you say you take the best driver out of the three, and then yeah, but they then you, can... you got to get two charters. 
Yeah, which I don't think. Dale, yeah, Dale. Dale Dale's still got to get one charter first. Well, that might he be. Worries about a second. You do the full time charter, and then after that, you run select races with the other team, and you have the drivers ro- rotate. Which was very interesting. I'm personally the conversation a about charters this week too. I'm personally a fan of Josh Berry. I picked him to win the Xfinity Series. I think Dale really likes him. Yeah. Out of all the, I don't want to say out of all the that he's the favorite, but out of all the junior drivers, I think Dale really likes Josh Berry. Mm-hmm. Re- he likes him a lot. Just his story and everything like that. I, I think that Josh Berry might be the guy that Dale leans on, especially with this Noah Gregson crap that's going on. There was a uh, a real interesting story this week about the uh, the charters, though. There was no. I'm, I'm serious. There was a. No, I know. I'm just looking. I'm looking at the time. Oh, are we? Are we? No, no. We're, uh, we're, we're not overdo nothing, but we're <laughs> we're moving. The uh, the whole thing with Denny Hamlin and was it couch couch racing couch motorsports couch something what was that twitter I, account i'm i'm not sure there was there was something where one of his one of his 23 racing spotters is a part owner in and it's a merchandise a racing merchandise company okay came out and said hey nascar why don't you go ahead and make it a little easier and open up some charters, you know. Why don't we go ahead and make it, you know, go back to this this forty team, you know, starting starting lineup. You know, go ahead and release more charters so we can have you know forty three, forty five, fifty teams show up to the track each week. You I, you actually have to qualify to make it, right? <clears throat> and no offense to these other teams, but BJ McLeod's racing team, he's guaranteed to, to to race every week. Not to say that his racing's not good, but can you imagine? Dale Jr. comes in. Kyle Busch comes in. You have... Shoot, I don't know. I'm just glad I mean, he's not who, a start would... and park anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Go, you go back so many years and you had these start and I, parks. I, I, know, I know what you're talking about. I, I'm, I'm glad. At, at least they're yeah. running the race. But, you know, this. so this whole thing, Denny was like, okay, so what about these teams that, you know, in recent years have, have had to pay and, and earn and, and get their charters and... and Put forth the money and get the financing and, and start. Who, who else would come in and be? I mean, obviously you got to be. I'm talking about like NASCAR friendly people, not like oh yeah, you got a lot of money going ahead. Terry and Bobby, we're starting up a team. Labani <laughs> Le, Le, Racing. Terry can come out can can, can can come out of Corpus Christi for the first time in ten years and be there. Fur Terry Motorsports. <laughs> <laughs> and they they can have that guy be the FTM <laughs> on, on the bottom instead of the rookie stripe doing it for Turry. That's, <laughs> that's what they're doing. I don't know. I think that would be cool. I think Kyle Busch would be interested. I think Dale would obviously moving, be moving interested. KBM into a cup, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if there's anybody else who would really be you know um, financially inclined to do that. Not, not, not that I can think of. Jeff Gordon, not, not that Jeff would do. Jeff, Jeff doesn't need to. He's, well, and, well and I was so... going to say, and Hendricks there. Dale's already kind of with Hendrick. That that would be a. Dale's with Hendrick, but he doesn't have the sort of ties that, that Jeff does. Oh yeah, Dale, Dale. Dale's got Dale. I mean, it, it is the junior brand. I mean that that that's. Yeah. He's partnered with Hendrick in a way. 
I, I did. I don't know. Speaking speaking of the the whole ownership family type deal, I did make it through uh, a half an episode of <laughs> Austin Dillon's new through. show. Did you hear him promote it during the race? I was like, oh gosh, please. Well, they they played they played the first two episodes right after the race. I made it through. I made it through half an episode. And you said, "Yep, this ain't for me." Cannot do it. <laughs> Cannot. Will not. Like I, I want it to work. I it's like, a reality TV series. It's not going to work. I like the ra- it's. I like the racing side of it. I like yes, seeing what's the, going on in the the shop. But when you got you need more. Yeah, you need a show that's dedicated to that. When you got the racing wives breaking out the NFL style jerseys for Daytona, yeah. that are bedazzled out. It's cool, but at the same time, no, it, it's, it's not. It's not it's for not everybody. Cool. Okay. No, <clears throat> no, it's not cool. That's not what we want to see. That's not what we want to hear. We want to talk about. We were besties. Uh, we need a true. And we were cheerleaders for the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> we need true documentaries. And when I met my husband, I had no idea she was going to meet her husband, too. Documentaries. That's what we need. Uh, yes. Not reality series. No. And Rick even said it. The new reality series. Stop. So bad. NASCAR is not a reality series. I was hoping Twitter was going to be wrong oh on this gosh. one. Gosh, they weren't. What did they like it? No. Oh, okay. Twitter, Twitter was destroying it last week. Oh, 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 oh okay. I was hoping Twitter was going to be wrong. I, that's why I was watching it. Oh, because like, you on. wanted to test it out. Yeah, like come on, Twitter, be wrong here. Well, it's not going to be that bad. No, it was, it was bad. How about this? We come up with a, with a million dollars, and we go to NASCAR and say, "Hey guys, we'd like to buy a charter." It's not going to be a very big charter. It might get us into the Daytona 500, but uh, might yeah. <laughs> raising yeah, your Kia. No. <laughs> Hell yes! Gosh, come on, Days of Thunder. Like I, I could do this. Go go go! Grab one of those uh, 1990 stock cars that's sitting at the NASCAR Hall of Fame and just drive it down there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, this is not the proper equipment, but we we, 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 we bought the charter, okay? We don't have enough. We, we, we used all, the, all our money to get the charter. We have no money to buy it to, 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 to build a car. So you're, so you're telling me we're pacing the field. <laughs> yeah. The new Kia K5 pacing the field. He isn't racing. And we're going to the green flag, and, and Drew's still out on the track. What's going on? He's leading the field to the green. Uh you know they did that Days of Thunder when they filmed Days of Thunder. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they yeah. actually filmed it was it during in the a race. I, I, I thought that was awesome. Like that. Like, can you imagine how how much pressure was on? That's the only thing I could think about. What if something goes wrong and it ruins the race? Like, can you imagine? Well, what's great during is production. You, you had drivers like, like Dale Earnhardt. Oh yeah, and Jeff Gordon and all these other guys who, when they were coming up on those <laughs> lap cars. We're so excited because they were going to be in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're also like, holy crap, I have to make sure that this guy stays behind me and I don't get I don't get into the middle. I don't get stuck in the middle here. Uh, that that would have been insane. Yeah. That would have been crazy. Well, I, I, I would have been. They, they were at like 30 mile an hour disadvantage. So it wasn't like they were competitively right. racing with these other cars. I would have been on edge if I was the director, though. Like, what happens if a tire blows and it wrecks the whole field? Like, Jerry? what what what, ha- what happens if Tom, if Tom Cruise is, is, is an ass for a minute and tries to, to, tries to side draft off of somebody? Like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Throws a block for the yeah. Intimidator. Yeah, get, get, <laughs> yeah, get off the track, dude. Uh, uh, please. Like, we, we, we don't. 
The last thing that we need is to ruin the Daytona 500. Can you imagine the point standings? <laughs> After one race. Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon, Terry Labonte, Tom Cruise. Wait, what? Yeah. It was lap 56 where Tom Cruise took out the whole field and the race ended on lap 100 because the we had guys in the back of the field leading the race. Like, oh, wait a second. <clears throat> We've gone too far down the rabbit hole. I was going to say, let's get out of here. We're going to form a racing team some- someday. We're going to end up at Five Flags Speedway. Okay. You'll be the spotter, or I'll be the crew chief, and you, or I'll be the spotter, you'll be the crew chief. Or I, shoot, I'll be the driver. <laughs> I was going to say. What are we yeah, talking about yeah. here? <laughs> We're going to be in the Demolition Derby. <laughs> I, I I can't stand Demolition Derbies. I hate them so much. Do you really? Oh, yeah. It's the dumbest thing on the face of the planet. I would uh, never pay money to go to a Demolition Derby. Oh, come on. Five Flags, we, we went to. Fun ruiner. We went to all all three of the races, the the sporting, uh, the outlaws or whatever, and then they had the derby afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're out of here. I'm not staying afterwards. <laughs> we don't need to watch this. Total carnage. No. <laughs> I can go. I can go and play that in a video game. I turn on NASCAR heat and do that. <laughs> <laughs> now the new one. That's what it is. <laughs> well, you went there. That's going to do it for the podcast. Thank you for tuning in as always. Catch you next week. We'll recap the Atlanta race and look ahead to New Hampshire.